2: And you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. We are on our last leg of summer, and we know it because our children started school. This is the greatest summer ever when it comes to those who have eyes to see and ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the church, what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to you personally. Drastic changes, good changes are happening and we are documenting things, testimonials, so that we can release a special issue of our newsletter to share to our partners and members. If you wanted to receive that, you can go to our website and register with your email or physical address, and we'll send one copy to you. We had rain, and it was most welcome here in Bear County, Texas. Tuesday morning, I woke up and the sky was clear. So I took advantage of it. I took my gardening gloves and started pulling weeds. You know, it is the best time to pull weeds when the ground is wet. While I was pulling weeds, I was talking to God and meditating on what He is doing in our lives. And I was meditating on it. I was grateful. The Lord told me this. You know, Christina, you need to tell my people that when my spirit is moving on the earth, while the spiritual atmosphere is saturated with my presence, it is time to pull weeds from their lives. It is time for us to be teachable. The Lord is making a way even in the desert, and things are springing out, things that are new. It is time for us to have a listening ear, and a yieldedness to be led by the Holy Spirit. It is time for us to make corrections, amends, and even repentance, and let us change course. While the Spirit of the Lord is releasing blessings through prophetic words, let us pause and listen and be grateful. It is time to pull them weeds. And some of the weeds that we need to pull out from our lives are our traditions, man-made doctrines that limit God and are keeping God's people from maturing. We still try to practice things or try on things that did not work in the past. But we got stuck in all of those methods. We sometimes even marry methods, and they're still not working. Several weeks ago, I was asked by one of the members of Freedom Fellowship Church to pray for their friend who was seriously ill. I got his phone number and I called and he has been wanting to really come and see me. He wanted to live. So I went and made an arrangement to pray for him at their house. And I told him that God is going to honor his request, his desire. And I led him into prayer. But some... Of the members of his family were not in agreement. They wanted to let him go. So after a few days after I prayed for him in their house, I called and checked on him. I was specifically told by a member of the family not to come and pray for him. I was saddened by that, but I respected that and I kept on praying in the spirit for this brother. A few days after I was told not to come and pray for him, that brother died. That was hard on me because I know he still has lots to give. And I know that it will glorify God. I feel sorry for the members of the family. I don't feel sorry for the brother who passed. He's in heaven now. If you've been to heaven, nobody who went to heaven wants to come back here on earth. I feel sorry for the members of the family and what they have missed. Then again, God's mercy is upon them all, and he still loves them. Keep that in mind. God is so loving and merciful. One thing I love about God is that he never ran out of things or ideas or ways or systems or concepts, and he is never broke. I never heard God saying, Christina, I don't know what to do. I've done everything that I can. I don't know what else to do. He never ran out of ideas. He is all-knowing, all-loving, all-holy, all-excellent, all-powerful. Start looking and focusing on who God is. And when you read the Word of God, you ask the Holy Spirit to give you understanding and to illuminate what you're reading in the Word. So let us go back to the blessings of the Lord, especially the rain that we just got. Leviticus chapter 26 verse 4 says, I will send you rain in its season, and the ground will yield its crops, and the trees of the field will produce their fruits. Deuteronomy eleven fourteen, Then I will send rain on your land in its season, both autumn and spring rains, so that you may gather in your grain new wine and oil. We are fertile ground. Just say this, I am a fertile ground for the planting of the Lord. I can see visions and prophecies manifested in a big way, things I'd never witnessed before since I entered the ministry. Example, I have been teaching business and prophetic schools for many, many years. God got me started on prophetic school in January 19 of 2003 and business school spring of 2004. Everywhere he sends me to different countries, I always include the prophetic and the business schools, in addition to healing crusades or miracle crusades and ministers conferences all over the world. The Lord Jesus healed thousands of people in the Philippines alone. Just in the Philippines alone, for the past 10 years, I'd been there about 25 times. I ministered From the least to the greatest of them all. And God always moves. I want you to remember that. God always moves. When God tells you to do something or when God gave you a word or prophecy about you, you believe him because he is God and you ask the Holy Spirit and you follow the instruction. He is so awesome. We ministered and empowered thousands of pastors and leaders we minister to the youth, all life-changing. It's been a decade of planting, an Awesome Harvest is now here in the summer of 2016. I am seeing results in the economic sector, in the sports arena, as well as in the arts and entertainment, and, believe it or not, in the government. Fulfillment of God's prophecies to the church even the state of Texas, in this country, are manifesting like never before. This is the season that we're in. The Lord spoke to me in 2013 that as soon as my daughter Erica graduates from high school, he will be sending me all over North America. So my daughter just started college this week, and I am leaving for Canada next month to minister I will also be meeting and spending time with one of my favorite couples, both pastors from the Philippines. They are the one who made the connection. Glory to God. In addition to the testimonies that I've been witnessing and manifesting all around us, this season for the first time, many companies, not just one or two, but many companies or businesses are formed and established. And not just here in this country, but also abroad. I can now see the harvest coming, and we continue to increase in number. The Lord is sending people from different nations and from other states to this ministry so that they'll get trained in the prophetic and business school. They are part of the transfer of wealth. Isn't that amazing? The Lord gave me that prophecy in 2004, and it's finally manifesting in a big way. See, my brothers and sisters, we need to apply God's ways of doing things here on earth. In our Sunday services, the Holy Spirit has been revealing things to us. And He changed the direction of the service several times, which I am more than glad to yield to His leading. The core team is getting it. The young people are getting it. Our prayer life changed. Our outlook changed. And there is an increased excitement in the air. I don't know about you, but I wanted to challenge you as I challenge the core team. I am always curious in finding out what I'm really made of. I don't shrink from challenges. I don't look for them, though. I want to find out my limit in the things of God. So far... He is leading me to ways and means that I never thought possible. I really desire the Word of God to come alive in my life and continue to manifest Himself in my life and this ministry. And more than anything else, starting this year, I want the Word of God proven in my life. Of course, this requires discipline And yieldedness to the leading of the Holy Spirit. But I am up to the challenge. Because I know I will never pass this way again. The challenge of today. This is my opportunity. As I will have more opportunities tomorrow. But today. When every time I hear his voice. I will yield to that voice. The voice of the Holy Spirit. So I challenged the team last Sunday to allow the word of God supernaturally in an awesome way be proven in our life concerning the prophecy that in 2016, we will look good, we will feel good, we will live good, we will be good, and we will do good all for the glory of God, for our own benefit, and for the benefit of his people. We will shoot for the impossible things that will boggle the mind. I want to be proven on this. We are the fertile ground in which the word of God, the parable of Jesus was talking about. When rain started pouring here in San Antonio area, I prayed and I prophesied that it is going to be a good soaking rain. No flooding in Berkani, especially where I live. God is faithful. We didn't have any flood here. It's time for you to take authority to where you're at. That is your sphere of influence, and that is your authority. The Lord planted you there to be a light and to be in authority. So we're going to pull out weeds from our lives to increase our faith, right? Okay. In the Gospel of Luke, it's also in Mark and Matthew, Jesus spoke of the parable of the farmer who sowed seeds. And then he explained the parable to his disciples. He clearly explained this to his disciples, the importance of understanding, and we, even in these days, we need to get what he is really saying to the church, even in this season. In Mark chapter 4, verse 13, clearly says, Then Jesus said to them, don't you understand this parable? How then will you understand any parable? Verse 14. It says, the farmer sows the word. And he also explains in Luke chapter 8, starting with verse 11. Luke chapter 8, verse 11. This is Jesus talking. This is the meaning of the parable. The seed is the word of God. I want you to keep this in mind. Okay? Okay. We use this scripture, we read it before we take up an offering in our services, and we talk about the 30, 60, and 100-fold return. What Jesus is talking about is not about our sowing seed. It's not about our tithes and offering. It's about us receiving, whether it's preaching, whether it's teaching in our services, or whether it's a prophetic word, or thus saith the Lord, He is talking about that. He's not talking about money as a return for your offering. Let us apply and teach the true intent of the Word of God. We are so stuck on trying to get people to give so that we can pay our bills. I understand the pressure, okay? I have to believe God to pay all of our bills every month, including this radio broadcast. See, we are not getting or we're not receiving any financial support from the listeners. I'm just being honest with you. So I have to believe God to pay all our bills every month. But I refuse to even use this radio broadcast to get God's people to give. It is time for us leaders to start teaching the people the importance of sowing seeds, and then we'll leave them alone. I don't like emotional giving. But I want a cheerful giving from your heart or that you obey the Holy Spirit. So this parable of the farmer who sowed seeds is about us, the listeners of the word of God, when the word of God is preached or when a prophetic words, thus saith the Lord, were given to you. You are that ground and the word of God is the seed. Because why? Jesus is the word of God, right? So we are the ground. We are the soil. Jesus made that clear. So let us not use the scripture or quote the scripture when it comes to taking gifts and offering. Okay. Repeat this after me. I am a fertile ground. Okay. So let's go back to Luke chapter 8 verses 11 through 15. This is the meaning of the parable. The seed is the word of God. Verse 12. Those along the path are the ones who hear, and then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts so that they may not believe and be saved. Those that you give them a word and they don't believe it. Preaching, they pick and choose which one they believe. It is the devil who talks them out using their minds and their reasoning and takes away the word from their hearts because this is Jesus explaining okay verse 13 those on the rock are the ones who receive the word with joy when they hear it but they have no root they believe for a while but in the time of testing they fall away what is the meaning that they have no root they're not being discipled they're still immature And they didn't go for the deep things of God or not being led by the Holy Spirit. They're not consistent. Okay, remember, I'm pulling weeds. They believe for a while, but in the time of testing, they fall away. They look at the facts instead of the truth. Fourteen, the seed that fell among thorns stands for those who hear. But as they go on their way, they're choked by life's worries, riches, and pleasures, and they do not mature. Those that fell among the thorns. This is the one thing that I want to hone in on you today, especially. Life's worries, they choked the word of God. Yes, but also riches and pleasures. I've prophesied to hundreds, oh, thousands of people. Okay, And those who want something from God, those who are believing something from God, every time they're there. They volunteer. They always show up. But once they get what they wanted or they think that they got what they wanted for a while, they disappear. And you're only going to hear them when they get in trouble again. And some, even the blessings of God, the pleasures of life, they go after them. They focus on them. Now they're too busy. They're too busy to honor their commitment to God. And to his people. So they do not mature. So focus on the ones, not the life's worries. It's the riches and pleasures because this is the main issue and challenge for the body of Christ. They are not consistent when God blessed them and the blessings manifest, then it becomes an idol to them. All of a sudden, they will focus on all their attention and time and resources in that particular blessing and it becomes an idol. Anything that comes before God is an idol. So riches and pleasures, and they do not mature. But the seed on good soil stands for those with noble and good heart, who hear the word, retain it, and by persevering, produce a crop, right? And it was explained in Matthew thirteen twenty-three and Mark 4, 8. But the one who received the seed that fell on good soil as the man who hears the word and understands it. He produces a crop. Yielding a hundred, sixty or thirty times what was sown. So the seed is the word of God. It's not money. okay? it is you. How do you receive a preaching or a teaching by the word of God? How do you receive and follow through the prophetic words, the personal prophecies that was given to you? How did you receive them? If you receive them. With an open heart and kept on meditating on them and following the instructions, you are that fertile ground who will produce a crop that will yield 60, 30, or 100-fold return. So we are that soil, fertile ground. The Word of God, I repeat, is the seed who is Jesus Christ. So prophecies released upon your life for the church, for this country, Those who heard the prophetic words, those who obeyed the instruction to the letter, will now receive abundant harvest in every area of their life, in every sector of society. The church is emerging as a glorious and victorious church. We increase in number every day, and we will be known in every sector of society because we will glorify the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, Christ Jesus. You don't believe me? What's the rerun of the Rio Olympics? Majority of the winners, those who broke the record, did not even blink when they glorified our Lord Jesus Christ, with billions of people all over the world watching. Prophecy released in 2012, 2013, 14, 15, and 16 about the athletes and that God is going to use the sports to bring back his people and to reach out many people with a condition. Those athletes who acknowledge God, those who glorify him, he will elevate them in a position of prominence. That was the prophecy. Glory to God. Now, in this country, God is placing his people to position of prominence in the economic sector, arts and entertainment, research and development, and glory to God, politics, even in politics. We are going to experience political revival in this country. Keep on praying. Remember, body of Christ, we have to unite. Our unifying force is Christ Jesus, and our language is love. So you are the fertile ground for the Word of God released in your life through the preaching of the Word and the Holy Spirit. I know, He's been talking to you. I want to emphasize this again. It doesn't matter what is going on in your life right now. If you hear and believe, if you take to heart what God released upon your life, those blessings cannot be reversed except by you. Mm, Some of them got delayed because of your unbelief. You have forgotten about them or you did not give God the glory. But today, if you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. So you take heart what has been released upon your life because those blessings cannot be reversed except by you. God changes not. His plan for your life will be and shall be fulfilled. It depends on you if that blessing will manifest after many years, in a century, after a few months, after a few days or weeks. But no one can steal that from you. It is you who can reverse those things. God's plan for your life. He is mindful of that plan. It is time for you to take him seriously. He loves you. You are included in the plan of God for this year and for many, many years to come. He has a plan for your life. Receive and believe that now in the name of Jesus. Isaiah forty-six eleven. From the east I summon a bird of prey from a far off land, a man to fulfill my purpose. What I have said that will bring about, what I have planned that I will do. Psalm 40 verse 5. Many, O Lord, my God, are the wonders you have done. The things you planned for us, no one can recount to you. Were I to speak and tell of them, they will be too many to declare. Isaiah 25.1. O Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you and praise your name, for in perfect faithfulness, you have done marvelous things, things planned long ago. So keep in mind that God has a plan for you. And this plan for your life cannot be reversed except by you. Always remember that. And I am running out of time again. God bless you for tuning in. Call me at two one zero six nine five one six three zero, or you can email me at sonsofgod at satx.rr.com. If you missed any of our broadcasts, you can go to our website, sogmi.org. We are on podcast. Until next time, God bless you.
1: Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org.